Hello, you're listening to the C to Z of Movies. My name is Colin. I'm the C, um, in fact, it's the C to J of Movies because joining me is James. Hello, James. Hello. Hello, Colin. Good to be back. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, our, I was going to say our resident Star Wars expert. You don't live with us. Um, <laughs> nor, do, nor does each and I live together. Okay, occasional occasional Star Wars expert. <laughs> That's well, it. The, um, you're the, uh, the, the professor of Star Wars. Wow. Well, um, you said so. James Lee, PhD. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you probably can. Be, you probably can get doctor doctorates in Star Wars in some places. I'm sure you can. I don't. I don't have one. Just to clarify. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, this is your. This is your final thesis. Is it this? Uh, this podcast. Well, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That's uh, well. Yes, we'll see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Which would make me a semi-doctor, I think. Um, we are talking, of course, uh, about the rise of Skywalker, uh, the ninth and final film, allegedly, in the Skywalker mm. saga um, of Star Wars. You, the listener, have probably heard of it. Um, James has joined us before to talk uh, Rogue One and Last Jedi. Mm. And it's, it's a great pleasure for me to talk to him and for Zijan not to have to watch Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I think he will be watching it, uh, but mm. maybe just not quite as speedily. Uh, before you started recording, James, you were telling me about when you watched Star Wars. Was am I? I, I believe it was um, opening night. Yeah, I went midnight on. Well, what was very early out, early minutes of uh, of Thursday morning. Um, oh. So you saw it in the in the local cinema at midnight. Got home at three o'clock in the morning. So yeah, it was. Uh, were you in costume? I was not in costume. I, I was well. I was wearing my Star Wars Christmas jumper. That, okay, take That's that close. as you will. Um, <laughs> um, I, I've. Uh, you see, sorry, just just to go back there. Did, are you saying you only own one Star Wars Christmas jumper? I do. Have, I have two Christmas jumpers. One of which is Star Wars. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah. What, what does it look like? What's going on? It has. Uh, what's it got? It's got a Death Star. Obviously, an uh, X-wing, Tie Fighter. It's got like an Imperial symbol on one arm and a, a Rebel Alliance symbol on the other. So fairly. Very standard. Doesn't sound very Christmassy, if I'm honest, but uh, it's, it's got Christmassy, Christmas-themed decorations around it. Love it. Good to hear. Uh, yeah. My friend Matt from work is. It seems almost all of his clothing is Star Wars related, and he has several Star Wars um, Christmas jumpers, t-shirts. Very good. Very good. Uh, I've never been to a midnight screening. I mm. I always uh, I I always think I just fall asleep in the. Uh, in yeah, the I found. I, I think because I was so gripped by watching it. Mm. Um, that, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I felt I felt less tired driving home than I did driving there. I think because okay. the adrenaline was going, and they're uh, going. Yeah. What? <laughs> I think the only time I've really had adrenaline going uh, driving away from a film. Have you seen Baby Driver? I haven't. No, it's, it's an Edgar Wright film, but it's about this getaway driver, and it's very. Funny. He's like driving fast all the time, and I was speeding home from that cinema. Let me tell you. <laughs> Very good. Uh dear. Uh, fortunately, my car is very slow, so it didn't it didn't uh, cause any risk to anyone. Yes. Um, before we talk Star Wars, though, uh, we're going to skip the new segment we normally do, partly because uh, I didn't brief James on that, and partly because it's Christmas and nothing's happening. Um, so you have to wait till next time to discover that Peter Sarsgaard has been hired to appear in the Batman. Uh, we're going to mm. jump straight to our segment. Now, you may not have uh, come across this segment, James. It's called um, "To See or Not to Z." Um, where we talk about okay. a film that we've seen and tell the listener whether they should see them or not Z them. Mm. Um, you may have worked out that uh, this was suggested as an Americanism to see or not to Z, uh, yes. and, I, and I refuse to do that. Well, that's quite right, team. So today it's to see or not to J. Um, and shall, shall I kick us off? Um, I watched a film on Netflix recently called Marriage Story. Okay. Um, starring Kylo Ren, or Adam Driver, as he's known mm, as. Yes. Uh, you know us. Uh, and Scarlett Johansson, who, as far as I'm aware, has not yet appeared in the Star Wars um, world. No. Um, and is unlike, I guess. Uh, it's, it's called Marriage Story, but it's in fact the story of, of a divorce. 
Uh, so it's okay. this cu- couple who, um, uh, as it opens, they're in a, in a marriage counselling, but it, it's no spoiler, I think, to say that they they go through the divorce process throughout. Mm. Uh, and you kind of you see their their interactions and kind of there's still it's not a kind of well mostly not a kind of bitter recrimination kind of divorce. It's a uh, uh, kind of sad still love there exploration i suppose mm. uh, and it's very very good that both both of them are superb i think okay. this should be scott johansson's first oscar nomination mm. um and i think adam driver might have already got one for black clansman but i could be wrong mm, um, so uh, but i'm expecting award nominations um to be showered upon them and it's a really good script directed by a guy called noah baumbach okay. uh, who who does some interesting films uh, and I think it's lined up to do the Barbie movie, which surprised everyone. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, it's on Netflix. Check it out; it's very good. Uh, right. uh James, do you have a film? Well, film. I I am not. I'm not what one might call a a, a very regular film watcher. Um, I think the the main films I've watched in in the last few months have been I've been um, and I'm sure listeners to this esteemed podcast are already well up on the MCU films, but I've been trying what's, to watch through the MCU films. What's, what's, what's the MCU? The, the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe films, sorry. Um, no, we, so we, I've been trying to we'll, work through we'll those. So I, that, yeah. I mean, I'm way behind. I've not even got to Infinity War yet. I've just, okay. uh, last one I watched was um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Nice. But yeah, they're great, I think. Yeah, it would be interesting probably to, to kind of compare the, the Marvel kind of story over the last 11 years to kind of the Disney Star Wars era as mm. well and see kind of the differences between the two but I th- I've, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed watching all those. Um, are, you, are you doing them in uh, in chronological order? I am doing it in, in, well, in release, yeah, release, release order, order. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, There is um, one or two places including Empire have tried to do a kind of what would it be like in chronological order um, and I think they went for a full-on watch five minutes of this film and then an hour of this film and then two. Um, yeah, yeah. So bits like bits of Doctor Strange, kind of the start of it, are a bit older. And I mean, I've seen lists including all the TV shows as well. And it gets yes. very complicated. Yeah, I think I did, uh, yeah, it would take a very long time to it was, figure it out. It was out, made but, more um, complicated by the fact that um, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming was a, a joint Sony Marvel production mm. and suddenly just decides to put a big thing on the screen saying eight years later when in fact it should have been six i think yeah I, I, I know that they've kind of changed that in in either on the dvd or something like that mm. it's um they've kind of slightly retconned that dear me uh but yeah spider-man homecoming i just watched that recently as well that was excellent really enjoyed that i think uh yeah tom holland is a it's a very good spider-man it's a good film that's interesting because uh, neither season i love that one um but uh Personally, I th- I mean I thought it was fine, but I, I thought uh, Far From Home, which you'll be getting to at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah, was... well, the rate I'm going through this probably by <laughs> mid next year, maybe. Yeah. Right, uh, I'd say that was much better personally. So you got you got something yeah? to look forward to. Right, There's an exciting bit where Tom Holland wears a Holland shirt, um, which I can only assume was a, a deliberate uh, joke on his surname. Yeah. And I would like to see every actor in every film wear wear a shirt related to their surname. That's my. Yeah. I've only just decided this, but this is something I want. Does Adam Driver wear a shirt with a car on? Yes, I was in, in I was trying. To, <laughs> I was <laughs> Carrie Fisher has to have a fishing rod. Um, yeah, that's unlikely to happen now. Well, with, the, with yeah. the powers of CGI, well, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Indeed. Um, fine. In fact, that's that, that, so. Um, so, would you recommend the Marvel Cinematic Universe films to our listeners who will probably almost all have watched them already? I would. I mean, they are very niche. I know. I, I think <laughs> very few people have actually gone out and watched 
uh, the Avengers films, etc., and and others. Mm. But um, I do recommend them. They're they're, they're good. They're good fun because it it is a very impressive achievement of both having continuity and a sort of a vague story, a broad overarching storyline, as well as making each individual film kind of. I, I felt I felt sort of standalone quite well. And you're right. I think the. Star Wars is probably the closest to any other franchise has come to this, mm. uh, and it's not really the same, is it? Because I guess it's all, well, mostly all Skywalker focused. But uh... no, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose it's worth saying now. I mean, yeah, it is. It's not spoilery to say. Like, I think very much when Disney took over, when they when they bought the rights to Star Wars, I think they hoped to do with Star Wars what they were already doing with the MCU, mm. and I feel yeah they probably felt quite burned by that i think the fact that they kind of put solo out there six months after the last jedi is a kind yeah. of a test case yeah. to see if people could tolerate two star wars films in six months but obviously because of some of the backlash to last jedi it meant that mm. yeah it kind of got caught up in this kind of boycott type movement as well so um but certainly it didn't seem to go down as well having regular star wars films so i think that's why they've they've pulled right back on that and are um being they're treading much more carefully now i think and, and making better use of Disney Plus and what have you, I guess. Yes, well, when they eventually get around to releasing <laughs> it in the UK. Yes, it's been, a... it's been frustrating, I guess, seeing all these um, Mandalorian pictures online and stuff. And yeah, it looks great. Watch it. I'd love to watch it yeah. <laughs> in uh, oh, uh, three months' time. Um, so I'll have to, have it's to almost, wait for that. It's almost here, sort of. What I don't know is if, whether in three months' time they'll just give it all in one go, or, as I suspect, they'll probably still drag it out week by week, won't they? So, well... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um... I think it's smart because I mean, no, no one's getting well. It's the by far the biggest draw to Disney Plus, and I think most people aren't getting mm. Disney Plus just so they can watch Pocahontas or Honey I'm no, I mean, or something. Yeah, I mean they've got a great range of stuff on there. It'd be fun. It's fun to have access to lots of those historic mm. films, and that's great to have them easily in one place. But ultimately, yeah, you're looking for what's kind of quite new content, and particularly, yeah, obviously Mandalorian is, or certainly for yeah. me, that's kind of front and center. Obviously, they will start to, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's the, the Lots of MCU the, stuff. The, yeah, the Marvel series coming out. There's um, was Lady it? the Trump, yeah. I think, was is uh, coming. Trump, yeah, yeah. Sounds... I was thinking of uh, what? Yeah, One Division, yes, uh, Loki, yeah. um, uh, a few others in development. Yeah, Winter Winter Soldier and, and yeah, Falcon. And, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, and of course Hawkeye. Hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm very much looking forward to those. Yeah, and more Star Wars. Obviously, they've got the the Cassian Andor series in development. I that was coming. Yeah, hope I don't. I'm not sure exactly. I haven't seen it. They certainly haven't got as far as release dates yet for that. But hmm. um, and then the, obviously the Obi Wan Kenobi, the Kenobi series with Ewan McGregor, which does um, sound exciting. Yes, yeah, so which would be fascinating. I mean, it's, I'm fascinated to see exactly where they're gonna kind of slot it in in his sort of timeline of his Star Wars timeline. Um, it's just going to be a force ghost the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's either that or yeah, adventures of him as a force ghost or just chilling out on Tatooine, just going for a walk, yeah. building a sandcastle, yeah. keep just chilling out. Keep himself to himself. Yes. Not, be, not being noticed. Uh, see, I'm sure, I'm sure they've got a, they must have some kind of idea of what they're going to do. Um, uh, well, we'll come on to, well, well, I guess, uh, how much how much idea they have about what they're going to do. Yeah, um, that's true. Good point. Uh, well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go to the main segment then. We're going to talk uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, mm. We're going to do non-spoilers, I think probably fairly briefly because there's a lot of spoilers in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we'll go spoilers, which we'll clearly mark. Uh, just so you know, listeners, we are going to move on to a Star Wars quiz at the end, as we always mm. do. Um, that might have spoilers for this in it as well, so tread carefully. It certainly will. Um, so to set the scene we've had uh, uh, Force Awakens crashed into our screens in 
I want to say 2015. You're right. Um, um, the, and was universally praised, uh, although some people said it cleaved a little too closely to a retelling of A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, then we had Last Jedi, which split the fan base quite dramatically. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I seem to remember you did as well. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, we'll come to that as well. Okay. Um, and now J.J. Abrams is back in the hot seat. They've fired... Colin Trevorrow, which is always sad when someone called Colin gets fired. It's, um, it's tragic. It is. It is tragic. But J.J. Abrams came back to finish the trilogy. He started uh, throughout everything that had been done up to that point, apparently, mm. and uh, and went from scratch. So we join our intrepid heroes. Um, Ray is is trained to be a Jedi. Um, Finn and Poe doing their thing. Um, obviously, we've got uh, General Leia Organa um, from off cuts from episode seven because sadly as you mentioned earlier carrie fisher is no longer with us mm. um and i don't think it's spoilers because it's in all the trailers to say that uh, the emperor emperor Palpatine, is back yes um shall we talk first of all um should we talk first of all about that we won't go into spoilers but um when you discovered when you heard that uh, emperor Palpatine was back how how did you feel about that? What did you think? I think yeah. So I saw the uh, the reveal at I think it was at Star Celebration earlier in the year or, or D twenty three. I can't remember, but <clears throat> yeah, I think I was like, well, well, that's exciting, and uh, I can. That's yeah. Obviously, Ian McDiarmid is yeah is iconic as as Palpatine. Hmm. Um, but I my yeah, but then because I was very followed, very quickly followed up by like how how hmm. how is how is this possible. And I suppose that's that's kind of the challenge, and that's obviously that's we'll get into it in a bit. The, the kind of a how are they going to do it, and the fact that the way they did do it did that work, was that successful? Mm. Um, I think, yeah, but also it, yeah, it was slightly pushed towards. It. It's not surprising. I think the fact that that kind of uh, Supreme Leader Snake was killed off in Last Jedi mm. because of the, the way of the nature of Kylo Ren's character, and because of this <clears throat> part of his nature being this kind of conflict between the light and the dark. He was never quite going to be sort of able to be the big, the big bad. Hmm. Um, I, I feel so. You needed to have someone or some other kind of major threat to kind of to be the main baddie. That's interesting because I, I mean, obviously they they agree with you. Um, I I thought what some of what Ryan Johnson. I mean, we won't talk too much about Last Jedi because we've, we've done that. But I think hmm. some of what he was doing was trying to say actually we're not going to just play out the original trilogy again. Um, yes. I think a lot of people are expecting yes, Snoke was the new Emperor, uh, mm. Kylo was the new Vader, and I, I I loved what he did in terms of just killing off Snoke um, and saying well, yeah. that's not it, and he's saying yeah, leave the past behind, move on. JJ mm. uh, Abrams is not a man who likes to leave the past behind. Uh, no, it seems so. He dove straight into into that Emperor. I must admit, I was a little bit um, cynical about that, or well, not cynical, mm. maybe dubious, skeptical. Um, yeah, yeah. And I probably remain so, but we'll come on to that. Yes. Um, uh, but let's, let's Treading the... very carefully around any spoilers. Yes. Uh, let's quickly rattle through some of the cast. Um, yeah. So, uh, so let's start with Ray, who is the star of mm-hmm. this 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 trilogy. Mm. Yeah. Um, Daisy Ridley was on the Graham Norton show on Friday. I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, and somewhat demeaningly uh, <laughs> begging for work, basically saying she hasn't got any job. Uh, she's yeah, right. auditions and no one's hiring her. Mm. Um, which is slightly reminiscent, I guess, of Mark Hamill um, mm. struggling okay. to find live action work after the original trilogy. Um, yeah. What, what, I, I think she's fine, but she's she's not one of the great actors of her generation. I don't think. No, I mean um, she's been in a few other, and she's. I haven't seen um, 
Murder on the Orange Express, but she was in that, wasn't she? She was, yeah, yeah. Although she, not much. Okay. It was, it was really, it was the Kenneth Branagh show, really. So, yeah, yeah or I suppose, I mean, already, I guess, I, I, obviously, Adam Driver has been in lots of other things, mm. as you said earlier, mm. uh, and is quite well established. John Baega, I haven't seen Pacific Rim, but obviously he's had a few roles. Yeah, he's not elsewhere. done huge ones, but yeah, he's No, yeah. and um, Oscar Isaac. Has been in. He's been a lot, although I guess he was things. already working a fair bit before before this. Yeah, so I guess because this is really her big breakthrough role, mm. she's not done much else so far. So yeah, sure things will come. Uh, and so I guess a bit like Luke in um, uh, in Return of the Jedi, mm. she's she's developed in her training. Um, she well, at the end of Last Jedi, she was throwing rocks all over the place. Yeah, so she's um, very powerful. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we we don't. One thing is to point out that we don't we don't know exactly the time gap there is between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. I think it's sort of several. I think sort of several years potentially. Again, on Graham Norton, Daisy Ridley said it's one year. We've tried. It's okay. broad, well, she said it's one year. It's the same time difference since, since the Last Jedi. So that kind of contradicts okay. us. Oh, uh, fair enough. Yeah, I, I hadn't. I, yeah, I hadn't yeah. realised. But I, I'd thought I'd heard it said that there was. It wasn't clearly defined. But no, yeah, I a don't year know. sounds a year sounds about right. It, it, it sort of the where where things are at. It feels like it's probably about a year later when you start the film. Yeah, I don't know whether she's guessing, but as you say, that's that's yeah. not. No, that's not. not well, that sounds reasonable. Um, what I did like about this, and again, I don't think this is spoilers. Um, we did get to see a lot more of um, Ray and Poe and Finn together mm, yeah, than, we, than yeah. we have previously. Um, well, we've not seen any. Right? I mean, it's, at the end of the Last Jedi, Ray and Poe meet for the first time. Basically, yeah, like, you realise they've gone two films and they've not really actually met properly, which was <laughs> yeah. odd. And it's, it's, I don't know about you, but when, when they kind of said, "Hey, I'm I'm Poe," it's like, "Oh, yeah, okay, they've not met." Yeah. Um, so that I love them together i think they've got great chemistry mm, as a, as yeah they're great trio. they're great yeah yeah um i'd like to see more of that across the mm. trilogy i guess um, yeah um and one of the things i didn't like so much about last jedi was i didn't think the humor always worked and i think they no. definitely steered away from that in this one there's a lot less of of that um, yeah but what i think what humor is it works well I mean, it's, it's more just the kind of the banter as they go along hmm. um uh, yeah, and it kind of in their adventures, it's not, it doesn't, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, perhaps slightly less on the nose. That's it. It's kind of a, it's a kind of a Star Wars X factor, isn't there, that uh, didn't quite match. Um, let's talk about the new cast members. This shouldn't take mm. long. Um, Dominic Monaghan's in it for some reason. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, obviously, worked with JJ before on Lost. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't recall anything he did in this film. Um, Except occasionally say things that they couldn't have Carrie Fisher say because she wasn't there. Yes. Well, he did. It was one point where he mentions the Holdo maneuver from. Oh yes. Which just seemed. I mean, that that that's where the line that most kind of slightly stood out. I was like, that's a weird kind of thing to say at that point. It didn't really fit. It was like because they're like, uh, no, we can't do that because um, that only worked once. For some reason that yes, we'll come back to. Uh... Yes. It, I mean, it almost felt a bit like J.J. Rowan saying, "Listen, I quite like Last Jedi as well." Uh, it was a bit. It was, it was a bit of a nod to, "Oh, yeah. look, here's something that happened in the Last Jedi." Because um, there were some places where they seem to be backtracking um, quite severely on yes. Last Jedi themes uh, and and incidents. So maybe that was his. We will get onto that. I'm sure. I'm yes. sure we will. <laughs> I'm sure we will. Um, Kerry Russell, of who's mm. also worked with J.J. Rowan before in the TV show Felicity, which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. I've not either. Um, yeah. Um, appears and doesn't do very much. Yeah, Zori Bliss, who's an old, an old, an old 
contact of Poe's. Yes, um, there seems to be all sorts of interesting things in their relationship. Uh, yeah, yeah. We never get to find out about. Uh, no. But maybe in the spin-off that... Uh, actually, I saw, I saw a clip of um, of Oscar Isaac and I think Kerry Russell being asked like, if there's an opportunity to play these, this character on Disney+, Plus, would you do it? And he's like, nope. Oh, really? <laughs> he's very, very, very clear that he not doesn't want to do this. So, uh, oh, really? Okay, interesting. No explanation as far as I'm aware. Hmm. Um, Richard E. Grant, the yes. uh, the man, the legend, um, was uh, appears as a first order uh, allegiant general. Thank you, allegiant general Pride. Uh, is, is, is his name Pride? Is it? Yes, uh, with a Y. I hadn't realised that Star Wars names really are on the nose sometimes, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's not yes, quite it... General Grievous, but it's uh... no, no, and it's not quite clear what allegiant an, an allegiant general is. Um, but Pumni, <laughs> he's. Um, they have his allegiance. I guess so. How many uh, how many buttons did he have on his on his? Uh, I don't know. Shirt? I have to get the DVD. I I, uh, I thought he was the best of the newbies. Personally, mm. um, yeah. Well, it's cla- it's class- classic kind of British bad guy yes. um, trope, kind of, but, but does it very well. Uh, is yeah, very effective. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not he's not in it. Late, but he's in it enough that he sort of yeah. Um, I mean, it's very much in the, as you say in the Grand Moff Tarkin type. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, mold isn't it? But I think absolutely perfect for that, yeah. for that role. Uh, who else we got? We've got Rose, who um, who's was really cut back in this one actually. Yeah, yeah, she didn't did not. But yeah, obviously not not so much a new character, but yeah, didn't didn't appear much at all. Which really surprised me because she, she took a lot of hate for Last Jedi, mm. and it almost seemed to be caving into that a bit. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's not. Yeah, I can see why. People could could say that indeed. Um, I yeah. did say it. I will. You have. Well, that's I, will, I will keep saying it. I will tweet her endlessly saying it. <laughs> well, that's what she that, wants. That, yeah. Uh, she loves the. I think. I believe. That's probably very sadly, she deleted her uh, social media. She did, I think. Yeah, she did. Yes. Yes. Um, Zana of the other. Um, have we heard sorry, about Zana? Yes. Zana. Is it Zana? Is that how you pronounce it? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's Zana. Begins with a J. Jana. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I, I, I was happy to believe that you understood Star Wars pronunciation better than no, I did. Well, that's not, that's not, yeah. Anyway, uh, played by Naomi Aki. Yes. It's good. I like, I thought she's good. Good character. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes, I liked her. I, um, she had a bit more to do, I guess. Um, although fairly, she came, appeared fairly later on in the film, uh, very mm. condensed. That there are reasons perhaps to believe, uh, which again, we may come to spoilers if we remember it, that um, we may be seeing more of her. Yeah, yeah, there was, there, was a, there was certainly a hint of that um, at the end, yeah. Uh, is that all the new people? All the new ones? Of uh, the new, the, yeah, the, the main new ones, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you who we didn't see, Matt Smith. Um, hmm. He was he was supposed to be in this, wasn't he? Um, well, I, mean, I don't know. Was I, I he not as a stormtrooper? Or... Well, maybe. I, I don't think I it was ever officially announced, maybe. but uh, maybe No. Because um, there were rumours that he was going to be playing a young Palpatine. Um, oh, right. So spoilers, I, I guess. That. That, is that spoilers to say it didn't happen? I don't think it is. Uh, no. yeah, maybe he was a stormtrooper. Hmm. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah I, mean, two, I mean, two other very sort of non non human characters. You had uh, Babu Frick, the yes. uh, the droid hacker, who was great. For, I thought it was great, great fun. Really, yes, yeah, good Zorro, comic yeah. turn um, with Zori Bliss, and also Dio, uh, the droid who looks like a sort of a, mm. a speaker on top of a wheel. Yes. Um, it, it was good. I thought, yeah, I I was. Not expecting really anything from that character, but it was 
yeah it's quite, quite fun isn't it? Yeah. yeah just yeah, had some fun moments and yeah some quite touching moments as well yeah, yeah. i didn't realize was, until today was voiced by jj abrams yes i read that as well yes and apparently john williams is in this uh film he is he's the bar he's the bartender uh i think in the scene on kajimi which is where they meet zori bliss uh and his uh what's his um his character's name is an anagram of maestro i did see that yes um, omar ass or something like that something like that there you go this is uh I'm trying to think off the top of my head of if that's a if that's actually an anagram of of maestro but whatever it is yeah. it is an anagram. Um, yeah that's what omar i think was definitely the first bit of so uh there you go. For those, anyone who doesn't know, I'm sure you do. Uh, John Williams is the composer behind Star Wars, among many other yeah, uh, well, classic scores. Indeed. Uh, I mean, it is extraordinary that yeah, he, obviously, he, yeah. I saw an interview, a brief clip from an interview with him last week, saying like, the yeah, what other composers had the opportunity to kind of develop a body of work over 42 years mm. in this way and on the same film, revisiting themes and yeah, draw, drawing on themes that he wrote 42 years ago yeah, for A New good. Hope. And to weave them in, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't haven't had a chance to really listen through the whole soundtrack yet, um, but I'm looking forward to doing so and sort of seeing how he what he's weaved in. Because I mean, I'm a huge fan of of Star Wars music um, in particular. I think it's it's fantastic, and um, yeah, obviously, yeah, he's doing that 42 years later. He's mm. yeah, his fine his final this is all his his final Star Wars film. So yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, I. I, I... So many kind of uh, classic themes. Obviously, you've got the main Star Wars theme. You've got the Imperial March. You've got the what if they call it when Luke looks the Force, on two the, sons. The Force theme. That's the one. Yeah. Um, so much good stuff. And uh, if anyone hasn't watched uh, the the trailer for this, the, the music in that trailer, which I, mm. I, I assuming is John Williams, maybe you sourced that one out. Mm, probably um, no. It wouldn't be him. I don't think it'd be him directly. I think they would have said somewhere. It would have probably been said somewhere if it was. But it's, it's obviously drawing on. Mm all of his music and in fact i watched a, a video all about the music and that and, and things like yeah the horns you hear there is the kind of the counter melody to to layers theme which they've mm. it's incredible stuff uh right well, speaking of Leia, let's let's talk carrie fisher yes um so as mentioned uh she passed away and they used uh, they, they said they weren't going to do any cgi shots of her i think yeah that may be stretching the truth a little bit yeah shot, yeah some of the shots are but um and a lot of stuff has been Change, but it's all lines that she said that were cut out of uh, or deleted scenes from episode seven. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's extraordinary. I mean, yeah, I mean, JJ's talked about in, in the in the build up. JJ Abrams talked about it was extraordinary the kind of what they were able to use and how it was able to be kind of used in this film. Um, but I mean, it's, yeah, essentially what they do is they they cut her, they kind of cut her out, and then everything around it in the scene is is changed. So the characters and other things have changed, but she's there. I think I I felt on one watching, I think it works okay. I think there, are, there obviously if you look closely, you can kind of tell it's not it's not quite right. But I mean, I think if you compared it to Tarkin in mm. Rogue One, I think it's which I, I I still think that works okay. But it's more obviously weird yeah. if you look at his face; it's pretty weird. Yeah. Um, and even if you look at Carrie Fisher uh, or the, the the person they turn into Carrie Fisher of the as Princess Leia at the end of Rogue One. Yes, yeah. it's it's not like that, but you can tell it's something's been done. But yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I think visually it worked very well. Yeah, um, yeah. To, to me, it sounded very patchwork. It's it, it it's been interesting again. To, if if I didn't already know mm. what they were doing, but it, it felt like they were like, right, we've got these twelve lines. How can we work around to put those yeah. in? And so you you get 
Ray saying things like, oh, it's impossible. So she just so she can say nothing's impossible. And it didn't really feel that connected to what I've been saying. Yeah, no, I think I think that's fair. And I think it'd be obviously yeah, if if they had the freedom to um, have fresh um, scenes from her, that they would have been different. But yeah. The fact that they were able to use as much as they did. I mean, I, I personally, I was expecting her to be in like an initial scene hmm. and then not to be in anymore. But the fact that she is in there in more than that. Um, yeah, that, I is, mean, what, yeah, it's impressive. With what they had to work with. And, and I kind of respect the fact because they, that they didn't say, well, just CGI performance hmm. uh, from her because then that would have been disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, you could argue whether it was with Tarkin, but I guess it's slightly different circumstances. Yeah, um, I think, and the passage yeah. of time obviously is much much shorter here. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get we get some of Luke. Um, we do. Maybe not as much as people might have expected. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'd I'd expected a bit more. Um, we may well be approaching the point at which we are pushing up against the the big the big wall that says spoiler alert. Yeah, we haven't talked about Kylo, uh, who of course is the yeah. Um, uh, well. Supreme leader, he's, of the un- first antagonist. Order. He's yeah, um, yeah, and to me is the the outstanding character in, mm. in this trilogy. I mean, I, I, I yeah, love yeah. Ray Fopin, Ray Pofin. Um, yes, but I think he, yeah, Adam Driver is fantastic, and yeah, he's very good, very good. Yeah, yeah, the complexity of that character, mm. uh, particularly in Last Jedi, is is more than we ever saw from Vader, for example. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, um, and he continues to be good in this. Yes. Jolly good. Um, we see Lando again. We'll come on to that. We do. Yes, um, which is great. And yeah, again, I think he was in it. Probably. More, I, I mean, I saw an I saw an appearance that Billy D. Williams did at Star Celebration a couple of years ago. Watched the video, and, and oh, yeah. he's quite frail. Uh, and so I was, yeah, I was impressed that he was in it as much as he he was. And he, yeah, yeah, does, mm. yeah, has a quite a significant role in it. So it's yeah, that's that that great. Lando char- charisma. He does. He does. Yeah, I loved it. Even even wearing kind of the yellow hmm. um, kind of shirt in that like um, Donald Glover wore as Lando in Solo. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I think that was, that was a nice touch. Yes, yeah, I do find it quite funny. Where basically this guy's dress sense is clearly um, not really changed in uh, forty years. Well, if he's uh, got the, if you've got the kind of style of Lando, then why do you, you need to change? You'd never change it. Which <laughs> yes, is very indeed. true. Very yes, true. he's got a lot of capes. He, he loves a cape. He's got a whole cape room, if I remember rightly. He does. Oh. Yeah. Uh, right. Should we hit some spoilers? Let's let's hit them. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> spoiler alert alarm. <laughs> I'm going to clip that up and use it for every episode from now we on. He should. He should. It's gold. Um, so hit the, the big reveal, um, and I'd be interested to know what you think about this. I mm. guess um, is that Ray is in fact uh, Emperor Palpatine's granddaughter. She's what? I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was it was oh, subtly yes. conveyed in the film, but it was there mm. if you look carefully enough. <laughs> yeah, I yeah that is it's that is a huge call to make. I think yeah. I think that is the one particular thing that really does change. Certainly, the direction things were seen to be moving in from Last Jedi. I think, I, 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 I haven't seen much. I haven't seen it much, much that JJ might have said after the release so far. But I do think that it's possible. You could, you could argue that he was kind of that was part of the direction it might have been going in from the start. It's. I mean, it has been said that. I mean, this is perhaps stretching it a bit, but that um, Ray and Kylo's lightsaber battle at the end of Force Awakens. Yep. Her style of lightsaber dueling there is just like Palpatine's in I, Revenge of the Sith. I'd seen that. Um, yeah, it's, but 
it also could be that she was just wielding it quite clumsily. Um, I mean, it's a bit. It feels like a stretch to me, but maybe. Uh, yeah, probably. I think. Yeah, I'm happy to concede that's a stretch. But I, yeah, I mean, the whole thing coming out of Force Awakens was who is Ray. Loads mm. of th- loads of endless endless fan Fantastic. theories around: yes. yeah. is she a Skywalker? Is she a Kenobi? Is she a Palpatine? Or is she no one? Those were kind of the four main options. See, I'd never, I hadn't even heard the Palpatine theory actually. I'd heard the others. I'd heard, uh, yeah, I'd, yeah, I mean, it wasn't one of the main ones. Obviously, Skywalker or Kenobi were kind yeah. of the, the main ones slated. Yeah. Um, but obviously, yeah, pretty pretty strong steer in Last Jedi towards her not being anyone. Hmm. And and you, there was always the possibility that, well, obviously, as it turns out, Kylo wasn't lying to her when he said that her parents were junk traders. He didn't know he was speaking as as true as he knew because he didn't know. So, but obviously, that's that's the direction that was taken. Yeah, huge, huge call. Huge call. And uh, I must admit, what, what was, are your thoughts on it? I was disappointed with this. I kind of rolled yeah. my eyes in the cinema. Um, I wasn't necessarily surprised um mm. but i i loved the direction it took where he said no you're nobody you d- not everyone has to be related to everyone else um yeah you, you can just be someone who's come out of nothing uh and and takes us on uh and then just to say uh, to say you're, you're a pavelteen it just felt like such a change of direction and a kind of a cop-out for me and mm. it also i'm not sure at what point pavelteen was supposed to have had kids um yeah didn't, didn't seem like he was a family man back in the uh prequels but. no I, I think i mean it does feel a bit like it's sort of well let's just chuck this in and leave it to the kind of the lucasfilm story group to put out some novels and comics yeah um later to try and to make some kind of sense of it i haven't really read enough of it what people have how people reacted to see whether anyone's made a good defense of, of how it all makes sense but certainly i mean if you think just in terms of timeline she's she's sort of i think she's roughly 10 years younger than Kylo. So she was born roughly 10 years after Return of the Jedi. Okay. And so her parents from the flashback you see of them looked kind of youngish, maybe sort of mid-twenties. That takes you back into the kind of the Empire era. But, I mean, they'd have to be 36, I think, to or 30, 37 or late 30s to have right. been alive before he became Emperor and obviously had his face half melted off by, yeah. by Mace Windu. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I it's kind of a like, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch, and you can't, yeah. I mean, and it just seems to, to yes, me, it seems God. fundamentally uh pointless because I mean, it, it gives her this whole uh evil runs in my veins, can yeah. I resist it thing, which we saw, yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, she says this at some point to a to force ghost of, of Luke, and he who's like, well. My dad's Vader. Yeah, yeah. This, but don't don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Although I guess that defeats the point of Anakin being good all along, or, or whatever. But um, well, it, it just it was a yeah, I, I disappointing move. And and for me, the whole and this, kind of we haven't really talked about how much we like this film, but I I, I was disappointed with it. Um, mm. And the, the whole Emperor storyline, it didn't feel like it was a continuation of the previous two films to me. It just felt like it was something that came out of out of the blue um and at no point maybe maybe in your research or in your wider knowledge than me mm. you'll be able to tell me at no point did they explain how he'd come back I don't no think. no there's no i mean i think i mean in terms of what's been obviously there is there is very little, very little story content kind of put out between return of the jedi and force awakens at this point yeah um, all there's been is so in the star wars battlefront game the single player mode 
which is kind of canon, you have like Palpatine essentially sets up Operation Cinder, where he has a, a system where I think basically whereby most of what the Empire is is destroyed. Essentially, oh, they're trying to destroy all their their kind of weaponry, saying, "Well, if I'm not going to be Emperor, you can't have an Empire at all." Which seems an odd thing to have done if he was actually going to kind of be alive. It's an odd tactic, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's it makes sense for like there to be kind of Sith magic stuff that makes him be able to escape death. But ultimately, it does. It really does sort of undercut the end of Return of the Jedi. It does. You're sort of left thinking, okay, well, mm, okay, he was thrown down there, but he didn't really die, and he then kind of engineered. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, he sort of he he said, I make. He says, I make. I made Snake. He's like first scene of the film, isn't it? Like, I made mm. Snake, and you literally see a test tube full of snakes, and you're like, oh, yeah. Which again really changes the direction that but we've been told that we've been told in the force awakens that snake was an ancient being who kind of predated the empire i've forgotten that okay i mean he's not apparently i it's just it's that it it's fair, i i, I really enjoyed the film i thought there were great things about it i thought the the yeah as you said oh. before the characters the kind of the banter between rafe and Poe, like, well the the scenery was amazing some great action scenes hmm. some fun new characters all that was great it just that kind of the plot, the kind of trying to tie it all together in this way. I just think it's a bit of a stretch, and it just leaves you thinking. It just seems to be a bit of a. They can make this plot sort of just about work to tie things up for this movie, mm. but it just seems to kind of drive a bit of a wrecking ball through the wider continuity that they've obviously painstakingly yeah. tried to build up over the last sort the of rug six years. And it yeah. I it felt more convoluted than a lot of Star Wars films. I think Star Wars films are yeah. often great because of the, the simplicity of the narrative. Mm. I mean, this was a lot of we need to get here to talk to him. We need to get here to get this. We need to go here to get that. Yeah. Um, a lot of it, if you think about it for a second, doesn't really work. So they had that thing where they got the dagger. If you if you hold it up against a rock, it points to mm. where you need to go. As long as you're standing at exactly the right place, exactly the same, yeah. just right distance away, which yeah. just happens to be. Um, yeah. I was saying, I think it's amazing that uh, not, they bring the Emperor back and make no attempt to explain yes. how he came back. But I say, presumably at some point he transferred his consciousness out of his falling body with some dark Sith powers or something. Yeah, um, and, and clearly, like, I, mean, I was saying to um, to Beth, my wife, when I was explaining the plot, I was like, it's a bit like Voldemort in the first Harry Potter. Mm, if you okay. think, it's basically yeah. he's, a, he's a disembodied essence who's sort of half back. Or even like Sauron in Lord of the Rings, actually. I think yeah, like it's sort of yeah. sort of a, a, a spirit being consciousness that is looking to reattach itself to a body, but mm. needs some kind of magic ritual. It's actually very similar to both both those. It's just, things, I guess it's, it? a, it's a bit of a, a, bit of a trope. Uh... Yeah, and it's sort of, he's obviously he's clearly kind of a corpse-like figure when you see his eyes and stuff. Mm. Um, he's not quite. A, I mean, the the hook thing that he's hanging from is weird it's like a big arm um then he cut sort of carries him around in a slightly odd puppetry type way but it's weird i guess because if it's a new because it looks like his body but just much older like old beyond mm. death as, as you say as opposed to a completely new body that he's transferred yeah, it's, to. It's, it's not so clearly it's not obviously i mean one of the, the things in the background here is that in in the old extended universe he did palpatine had clones of himself there were kind of palpatine mm. clones mm. and they kept popping up, and it's in the dark. I think it's in the dark. Either dark. I think it's the Dark Empire comics. Right. Um, and so that's kind of a thing. 
um, that's happened in the extended universe, but it's just it's a very lazy kind of trope. So and, I, I, do, I, don't, me, I don't think they've done that, yeah. but it's sort of it's certainly in that direction. Uh, and it's interesting what you because it does feel to me very much like an extended universe kind of idea rather mm. than a, rather than a main. So, did you ever see um, Spectre, the Bond, James Bond film? I haven't. No. no. Um, well, spoilers for that. Um, That's fine, this, right. this reminded me a bit of that where because Inspector, uh, basically um, Blofeld, like all those people that you came up against these last few films, that was all me. I was I was putting the puppets so Le Chiffre and mm. whoever else, uh, and it never and it didn't really make any sense there. And again yeah. here, it's like yes, I was putting the puppets of Snoke, and, and you see, having seen the test tube, you kind of think, well, was it was it just him talking through that? Was it, it was completely different? Yeah, because even even like the, the the initial scene, so they that, that the initial scene where Kylo Ren goes to confront yeah um, Palpatine on Exegol, the Sith, the Sith planet, I, I, I you've seen that you see this kind of I am every voice you've ever heard, yes, and then you yeah. hear Snake the Snake voice and the Vader voice, you think okay, well that's interesting, well, that's, well yeah, how's that happening? Like, hmm. um, it, are they going to go in depth on kind of how Palpatine manipulated Kylo through heels. So that clearly is implying that he's heard Vader's voice through the helmet that he's yes, been kind of yeah, yeah. had as a shrine. And you think, oh, this they're gonna they're gonna he's gonna dig into that a bit, and you're gonna see, oh, this is how he was deceived over time. But you get no, you get nothing on that. It's just kind of thrown out there and then moved on from. And as you say, um, there's so much stuff that you think they're just gonna wait for someone else to fill in the gaps. Speaking of filling in the gaps, that was a well, that's what a great segue. Uh, you see uh, Kylo Ren putting his helmet back together. Mm, yeah. very much a kind of a big. Uh, to hell with you, Ryan Johnson. I'm going back to my older. Yeah, older. well, that's the thing, and especially with the Knights of Ren, I mean, which obviously were kind of mentioned, and it's it's interesting. So obviously they're mentioned in Force Awakens, and then you see them in the background during yeah. Ray's Force Vision. Yeah. But obviously they they don't really appear, which is. Yeah, there's that, and you yeah. kind of think, well, they'll probably come up in the future. Nothing on them in the Last Jedi, no. And then, but they kind of appear, but they don't really they do don't much. Do anything, do they? Yeah, I mean, obviously, well, um, well, we're we're in a spoiler zone, so yeah, obviously, yeah. Kylie slash Ben ends up taking them out. Um, without, but they don't really yeah. do very much, and you, obviously, they have fairly kind of clunky looking weapons for Star Wars. It's sort of well we've got lightsabers and blasters and all sorts and they've got like just st- fairly standard looking axes and yeah th- yeah it's, it's a bit they're quite medieval well and this is the wider question of should they have planned out this trilogy because I, I remember being absolutely mm. astounded when i discovered that yeah when ryan johnson was saying no that i didn't have any plot line given to me i didn't know it's just his he's starting off go for it um yeah on the one hand george lucas didn't really plan out the original trilogy no uh, no it's true yeah i mean vader being luke's dad clearly wasn't in his mind yeah. at the point of the first film and L- luke and leia being being, yeah, very clearly wasn't um, in there, uh, yeah when they started yeah. kissing um yeah it's it's yeah and that's and that's fair, but there was always i think those are kind of details along the way and also they are end up well luke and leia being brother and sister is less of a fundamental detail to the overall plot you yeah. could argue, but Vader being Luke's dad obviously is huge. Huge, huge. But in terms of the overall kind of the Emperor being the big bad, and and kind of so kind of even if Vader wasn't Luke's father, it's still going to end up being a confrontation with Vader and then a confrontation with the Emperor, and that was how it was all going to yeah play out. Like the Luke Vader thing just made there was a fascinating dynamic then between those two characters, mm. obviously, which, which yeah, makes yeah. Free Return of the Jedi, but this clearly with, wasn't that here. If you compare it with the MCU or something, where they've they've plotted out the next 
they're, they're always kind of five years ahead in terms mm. of where they're going. Uh, or, or I don't know, I think like J.K. Rowling, which came with Harry Potter, had it all planned out before she started yeah. writing the first one, yeah. uh, apart from some details, but well, a lot of details, but the kind of the main thrust. Whereas this, yeah. they had no idea where they were going. Um, yeah, it just I think, astounds me, really. Um, yeah, I, I, cause I think, see, yeah, in terms of my reflections on Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi, I think I was really seeing one review the other day saying that. In the, so when at the end of Force Awakens, there's loads of open questions. It's very yeah. hard to know why. So, so this is what Ryan Johnson said. The question is basically, what, Luke Skywalker's missing. Why? Why is Luke not around? Why did he not show up? And yeah. so Ryan Johnson gave his answer in the Last Jedi. But like, like you might, a lot of people didn't like the direction that he took things in the Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, but he's it didn't kind of massively go and it ignored some stuff from the force awakens and kind of subverted it tried to subvert things maybe yeah. but it didn't flat out kind of go against it whereas it just feels like yeah the variety of it's very much kind of going back to visit revisiting some of the force awakens stuff that was set up and not concluded but also yeah. just really pushing back against the whole kind of thematic drive of the last jedi mm. in I terms mean... of the, the kind of the, even i mean if you think about it i mean nothing i think probably what sums up the most is that the final scene of the last Jedi with kind of the broom boy yeah. and showing that kind of Luke Skywalker's kind of noble sacrifice inspires people across the galaxy. It just, that that is completely, completely done away with. Yeah. I, I was about to bring up that exact same point because that, that's the kind of, if anything, that's what the future of the saga was pointing towards. Like any, well, also kind of anyone can be a, can be a jedi mm. this kid that no one's heard of is has got all this power and yeah. you say completely ignores him completely ignores this this idea of jedi rising and mm. completely ignores the idea that anyone can be it has to be the the blood relations and, and all this mm. yeah when you do get obviously that so, and there are things that do tie in so like they have this whole thing on when we're on when we're at the battle of crate we called out for people to come and no one came yeah, and that's quite yeah. that, that bit sort of works quite well in the rise of skywalker because yeah, yeah. he's like about to give up he's like right everything's everything's over and then suddenly you're like kapow and there are just thousands of ships and it's really cool because and you're like oh wow look it's it's well, obviously when they released that shot that they released the picture of that group of ships earlier in the year and everyone's like oh it's the ghost from rebels sure. Star Wars rebels and it's this ship from here and and you thought oh this is amazing we're gonna have a real kind of loads of kind of classic things and you see wedge which is great yeah, which Antilles? Yeah. yeah, so you don't really see many of those ships actually then do anything. Terrific. They're kind of there, and you don't really see them do much. Which I it's thought sort was, of... that's why it's a shame they released that and, and put that in the trailer because I think yeah, that's that's the big payoff moment. And if you know it's coming, it's... Um... yeah, because there's not much more than that. You literally see them. I I was wanting to be like, oh, we're going to see the ghosts. I so I, I yeah, I really I like Star Wars Rebels uh, as an, at the animated series. I think it's great um great story I mean, really great star wars storytelling I mean, it is fantastic um but yeah like i thought oh, we're gonna see that in action no we don't see that we see wedge in an x-wing which is great but not, not really that much more than that no well because um, what's the actor's name i can't dennis lawson uncle of ewan mcgregor uh, yes indeed Sorry, uh, and he hates star wars with a passion uh, apparently, so I don't know how much they had to pay him to get. Yeah, well, back for the... well, he 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 didn't do it for a long time, and I think apparently he did go to kind of Star Wars celebration a few years ago, and has been a, a few convention things. Oh, he's, really? Okay. I think he's slightly mellowed on it, Fine. but um, 
Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, in terms of appearances, yeah. So his his appearance was it was great and a great kind of original trilogy character to have yeah. back, even though you see him for like two seconds. But also, I mean, yeah, I I thought of scenes that worked well in the film. Han Solo, the kind of the the memory that Ben has of. I wasn't expecting him. Yeah, of, was... Han, of, of, of Han Solo. I think that worked really well. I thought that was really powerful. I think that that scene on the bridge in Force Awakens hmm. is, yeah, well, a, a really impactful scene. And to see Ben kind of relive it and make the right choice, kind of repurpose that dialogue, is yeah, is really powerful. I think that I thought that was quite emotional. That was quite an emotional moment. It was. Um, it, was good, it was good. And yeah, as I say, I didn't I didn't see it coming. So that was that was a nice bit. Yeah. yeah. But I think, and it's interesting because yeah, obviously he then throws the, his lightsaber away. Yes. Oh, you have two bits, isn't it? Because you have that, and then you go straight, almost straight from that to Ray on Akto, her throwing Luke's lightsaber, and then Luke, as Force goes, catching it, and and saying you should treat this with more respect. Which again, yeah, I thought I, was a, a at least it was an in-universe reference to uh, him throwing it over his shoulder in the in the last. Yeah, Jedi. yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, because so, I've seen some people say, oh, that that scene on Akto contradicts kind of. Yeah, so that's a big thumb, like yeah, thumb in the face of, of Ryan Johnson. But actually, in the Last Jedi, by the end of the film, Luke has realised that he's made a mistake to shut himself off from everyone and from the Force, yeah. and that's why he then kind of does what he can to redeem the situation. I, th- I think my initial reaction yeah. was it was yeah, thumb in the nose at Ryan Johnson. And then kind of when I thought about it, I thought actually no, I think it is Luke kind of talking about his overtly kind of talking about his his previous. Uh, actions and how he's moved away from that so yeah before force ghosts can do anything it seems these days they yeah can, yeah they can catch uh, lightsabers they can yes. raise raise whatever kind of transport it was out of the sea. well there and there is kind of there is in universe kind of justification for that in that basically it, within sort of the current kind of storytelling qui-gon Jinn was the first person to kind of figure out how to be a force ghost yeah and then he teaches obi-wan and sort of yoda and basically, over time, they're getting better at what they can do. Yeah. So by now, they're obviously we saw Yoda call down fire on the on the hut, and he in, hit um, uh, and he hit Luke in the face with a stick. He did, so, uh, yeah. So yeah, can, um, proof that that could be done. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, there, there's a uh, yeah. I think that yeah, the fact that they can do more is good. Um, I I did like actually one thing that I did like about this film was that all the new stuff um, they kind of foreshadowed it before using it at a at a key point, which is classic mm. storytelling uh, approach, but things like yeah. uh, using force power to heal, so yeah, kind of yeah. to that worm, and as soon as you do that, you think, okay, this is going to happen again. Um, Luke, uh, sorry, not Luke, Ray and and Kylo being able to kind of pass things between each other, I suppose, mm. um, which looked really good actually when they had the kind of the lo- yeah, fight that, in two different locations. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I think there there are so many aspects of the film. That work well, that are fun, that are exciting. Like the so the Ray the Ray and Kylo dynamic is is brilliant. I I really enjoy. It. I think it's it's it sort of develops it on from the Last Jedi. And it, this is what that's one area where actually it is very much in continuity with the Last Jedi. It carries on that kind of there's almost an ever strengthening connection between them and the Force. So so it is, and and that that was the highlight of I think those two and and Luke in in Last Jedi. But yeah, that the relationship. But Talking about the relationship, so right at the end, before Kylo dies, uh, they kiss. Very low. Um, very low indeed. Say. Yes. Um, I was not a fan. I, 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 it seemed so reductive to me to say, okay, we've got these two people who've got this 
relationship to the films. Well, one's male, one's female, therefore it must be romantic. Yeah. Um, which I, to me, was not where that was going at all. Mm. It felt a bit like the um, most complained about scene in Edge of Tomorrow, where Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, having not shown any romantic interest, suddenly just kiss at the end because you know, why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, it's yeah. I, I yeah. I don't. I didn't like hate it. Hate it, but I did feel it is a bit like oh, okay, fine, right. Well, okay, yeah, go on then. I was, that, I was still rooting for Ray and, Ray and Finn to get together, but obviously, well, that's the thing. Well, that's another thing. I mean, you had this whole kind of reveal. This kind of they're sinking in the the quicksand bit, yes. and Finn's like, I've never told you, uh, and then and they uh, even so, called back to it. Where he's like, what What are you going to say to her? Oh, yeah, say, yeah. Say what Poe's not here. Yeah. Yeah, and you kind of think, well, is he going to say, uh, I actually lo- I love Rose, or is he going to say, um, like, I love you, or is he going to, is there something else he's going to say? I, I assumed it was going to be a kind of, we all think he's going to say love her, then he's going to say, I'm so glad I found you, or I'm, these last years have been the best of my life because of all the adventures, or something that isn't necessarily romantic. But yeah, it, was, it wasn't but, paid off at all. Yeah, that kind of has a weird setup to then do nothing with. It made me think it must be a deleted scene or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a weird one, yeah, because that doesn't. And then the fact that Ben then dies. I, so I, I think so I like I think the the kind of the Kylo turning back to Ben Solo yeah. is great. I, I think that was obviously one of the that was one of the options of the film. Is either he kind of is definitely definitely bad and gets killed, yeah. or he is redeemed, finds some redemption. I think that was good. I thought the way they did it was powerful with. Obviously, the, the the battle on the Death Star ruins and Leia calling out to him in the Force. Ray stabs him. He's going, oh, sorry, no, right, let me yeah. just give you a quick heal there. Right, that's fine. And 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 the what the, well, the particular scene with with Han, his, so his dad, yeah. so kind of both his parents, kind of helped to bring him back to the light. So this is, but sorry, uh, yeah. So just to interrupt you on that point because uh, um, I felt slightly differently. I, I and I think this is probably where the 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 sad fact that they couldn't use Carrie Fisher more. Mm. Comes into play because so I, I absolutely my favorite scene in, the, in this movie was was the fight on the Death Star uh, ruins. I think that was that was beautifully mm. done. I think to be honest, the the the, uh, the Ray and Kylo lightsaber battles, whether they're battling each other or battling others, um, mm. have been the uh, action high points of this this series. Yeah. But that he would just he would turn just because Leia says Ben to him just doesn't ring true to me at all. Um. And yeah, I I th- yeah. They they couldn't have us say more than that because they didn't have more than that. But it felt, it felt like there wasn't enough there. So I mean, obviously in the original trilogy, you get Vader who sees his son being tortured, and which is you'd think would be enough, and and indeed it is. But here he's, he's already said, "I'm casting this aside. I don't want." He's he's killed mm. his dad. He was calling him Ben at the time, and just because his mom says Ben to him, he's like, "No, okay, fine. I'm going to be on the light." Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think there's more to it than that. I if you think it, it's not just it's Leia, so he's already conflicted. He's already he's clearly already convicted about yes, convicted yeah. around Ray because he's supposed to have gone and killed her and and hasn't done yet. And and yeah, but because also the Ray then the fact that Ray stabs him then heals him. Yeah, I think there's that. And also then it's ultimately the 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 crunch moment is this memory of his dad and he's kind of he's then he's then that's his kind of point of decision. Um. So I think yeah, there's I mean, yeah. I think maybe I'm being unfair to them, but um, if because when you say like that, I think okay, yeah, there were a few different points. Maybe it was just, but yeah, it's it's still well screens. It could have been, but it just didn't. Yeah, to me, it felt maybe maybe again because it was something that I thought they were going to be do something a bit more 
interesting perhaps than mm. effectively repeating Vega's arc because the, the yeah. this idea from the previous one where Ray thought he was going to turn to the light and it turns out he was mm. actually just trying to take over and become yeah. darker but that to me was more interesting yeah and but what you don't what did slightly disappoint me then is you don't you get very little of him after that like, like you get very little sort of mm. Ben Solo you get him I mean you get a nice bit like when he jumps down the hole and lands on it and goes ow that's quite yes. yeah it's a bit more that it's fun place. that's yeah. quite a, that was a nice touch and the bit where he then obviously has this brief battle with the um with the Knights of Ren and the way she passes in the lightsaber is super cool that's really like yeah that although kind of I, the, I had temporarily yeah. forgotten there were two lightsabers so I was like what what's going on here yeah, yeah. It took a while to figure that one out but um. then like he basically they go and confront Palpatine and he just yeah flicks him down a hole Yes. Well, sucks his life force out, another weird sort of force ability thing, but fine. And then, yeah, flicks him down the hole. He comes back, uh, basically raises her, raises her, heals her, but then presumably uses, I'm guessing, he is already, my explanation for that essentially is, I, so I presume that he's already used up most of his kind of, he's already lost some of his sort of life force yeah. when Palpatine yeah. zapped them, and then he's fallen down a massive hole, and then he's managed to get back up. He's just about managed just to heal her, but that's basically that's the last of him, and if, he, he. If dies. Darth Maul and the Emperor have taught me anything, that falling down a massive hole doesn't do anything. Absolutely, yeah, okay. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it for fun. Uh, yeah, but I no, I, I agree. I think it was a bit. Yeah, it wasn't that that end bit wasn't entirely satisfactory. I guess they sort of thought, well, he's done lots of bad stuff. Yeah. Can he really come back to the good? What's how's he going to answer his crimes? That kind of thing. Same, obviously, similar with Vader, but it does it does very much give him a Vader esque arc. Um, Dying yeah. in dying in someone's arms. It does, uh, and it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the worst part of this film by any means. I, no. I think because he is such a great actor as well. But, I mean, just everything about the Emperor. Just, I mean, the fact that so we had these kind of hundreds of of Sith just hanging around mm. in this rock for forty years, or or just waiting for their moment. Or it's one of those things. I mean, in fact, I said this to someone, my friend Jenny, and she said, "Oh, actually, maybe they all just they're all part of him." He said, "So maybe they're just manifestations." Yeah, that's that possibility. And, yeah. It's one of those things that quite often happen. If you've been watching MCU, you'll have seen in particularly the first Gardens of the Galaxy, you've got Thanos just hanging around on a, on a stone throne. Mm. And you think, what, what does he do all day? I mean, yeah. what, what does he do for entertainment? What does he, he's just sitting in, the, and it's a bit like that with Thanos and, and with the Emperor here. It's like he's just sitting in this bit of mm. rock, somehow but, building destroyers. Yeah. But well, that's the thing also. So they've got a whole load of Star Destroyers, which all all have like kind of super lasers they're all death stars effectively yeah but also like he's got all these sith troopers like where have they come from yeah who's like are they i mean are they clones in there presumably they must yeah i mean it would make more sense for them all to be clones um Mm. otherwise how else i mean yeah like they're just they've just been hanging out there for sort of what 30 what 31 years basically all the the, all the events of the sequel trilogy if it is just a year gap essentially take place within kind of a year and a few weeks of each other Um, so it's all kind of thirty, all pretty much thirty years after Return of the Jedi. It, it just it just doesn't yeah. feel like if, it, if you scratch the surface, then there's anything under there. Uh, so I going back to the last Jedi for a minute. I I can't remember exactly what I said. We if you did our our show on that fairly soon after I'd seen it. Yeah, I think I I didn't enjoy. I, I enjoyed it because I always will always enjoy a Star Wars film. Yeah, I found it harder to kind of wrestle with and to kind of get my head around yeah repeated viewings and kind of reading people explaining some of the plots and stuff made it better i was like okay I, I, yeah i can accept that i think i think unfortunately what 
what this film does is makes the last jedi look worse well, it sort of makes it look better in some ways because it ma- it makes it show actually okay at least they made some bold choices yeah it makes it look worse as a part of the whole i think because what i think jj abrams is excellent at making a a film that feels like star wars yeah i think i rise of skywalker is entertaining it's great fun and it's yeah a real adventure um last jedi didn't feel for me for me it didn't feel as much like a star wars film and I, i've seen a lot of people say this and, and i think it's difficult to put your finger on what they exactly it's, yeah say, it's that kind of yeah. fun adve- it's, it's probably less kind of fun light-hearted i suppose yeah and i think i guess skywalker rise of skywalker is not necessarily a better film but it's a better star wars film i i, I don't agree with that but i can i can see where they yeah but yeah like i guess like force awakens i thought i absolutely loved it um hmm. I just such a I mean, and it's easy to look back now and think, oh yeah, Star Wars films would be good. But we'd had the prequels, which had not gone down well. To, ha- to mm. have a film that kind of recaptured the feeling of Star Wars, yeah, was incredible. Last Jedi, I liked, but but weirdly, I was I was really excited going to Last Jedi, and I just wasn't that excited going into this one. Uh, mainly mm. because there weren't the same cliffhangers. I think a large part of it, personally, is because of Solo. Uh, weirdly, in that okay, Solo had been such a nothing film for me. It, Hmm. Not not bad as such, but just nothing. It was it, it yeah. did. It felt cynical. It, it felt like it didn't add anything to anything. Hmm. And it, and I think it just slightly for me diminished okay. Star Wars films, um, which is a shame because I, I went into this just not really that. I mean, nowhere near as excited as I was for the previous two. Hmm. Um, okay, yeah. So I, I, I yeah, we just didn't do a show after Solo. I I, I enjoyed Solo, but I agree it wasn't. I enjoyed it because it felt kind of vaguely Star Warsy, and it was a fun, fun enough film. It wasn't. I didn't feel it had like a, a terrible plot line. I think it was just it was fine, but it wasn't. It just it felt was, so yeah. pointless to me. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that. I, I mean, I loved, I love Rogue One. I think. Yeah. I I really like Rogue One, um, and I think, for my my kind of immediate impression when I came out of the cinema and I sort of had a look on, I had I basically avoided all reviews to that point. I had a look, quick look at some of them and seeing kind of obviously it was getting fairly well panned by the critics, by a lot, but also lots of fans were saying how much they loved it. Yeah. And I do wonder if yeah, there would be a bit of a kind of a, for the most part, those who really didn't like The Last Jedi will like The Rise of Skywalker more. That's probably and they, fair. Yeah. Those who hated the, or who loved The Last Jedi will feel that. The Rise of Skywalker was just a, a yeah a, a cowardly kind of avoidance of difficult decision yeah. and a, yeah kind of a a, a wrong a, a, a steering back in a very safe direction. So it was interesting looking at the Rotten Tomatoes scores. Oh, yeah. So see, Last Jedi had like an eighty plus percent. Yeah. Uh, or maybe ninety one percent. A very very high critic Definitely score. Fifty seven percent audience score. It started off much lower. It's come up a bit. Um, whereas. Rise of Skywalker has like a 50, uh, yeah about about the same audience uh, critic score kind of has it okay 50, 60, 57 percent or something yeah but an eighty seven percent audience Interesting. score Interesting. so it is that kind of it's it's not in, I think if you're a film person if you're kind of a film critic if you um kind of like films to be yeah kind of daring and daring in their choices and and kind of yeah you'll like The Last Jedi yeah. and not like The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I do think it, that quite holds up that because I think there'll be people who didn't like The Last Jedi but also kind of are cringing a bit at The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, 
yeah, I think that's probably, probably slightly probably. where I am. I okay. I I I want I mean, so I I I, mean, I quite like I mean my I don't I'm not kind of a I don't obsessively watch all the very many very many Star Wars YouTube channels. Sure, sure. But I do watch Star Wars Explained. Um, Alex Damon, his I his review on I watched that on Friday. I think I felt he essentially he essentially says like it's a seven out of ten. It's good in places, lots of good things, but the Emperor stuff is just a bit too much. And I think that's kind of where I end up falling down on it as well. Yeah, I think I think on what you said, yes, the acting is great, the catalogue is great, it looks beautiful, but the, the main plot is just a shame, I think. Yeah. Um, we, we, we're running, uh, well, we, we haven't got a set time, we've gone through quite a lot of time, so should yeah. we do some quick fight? Because I've got a whole list of stuff that I've not mentioned, so I might just uh, rattle through it just to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched it and um, feel free to add brief comments if you want. Yes, yes. Um, uh, Where have we got? Uh, So um, there was a spy. It turned out to be um, Hux. Mm. He got killed. That all seemed a bit weird and pointless. Um, But it did have a great great comic moment, though, of of shoot me in the arm of it and and he shoots him in the uh, leg. That was good, actually. That was great. That was very funny. (laughs) And in fact, when he said, I'm a spy, and I. For like briefly, I was thinking, like trying to think back through the four seconds, think surely not, and then he kind of reveals he's only been a spy briefly. I think okay, that, yeah, that yeah, makes because, some sense. Because he hates, he hates um, C three PO yeah. memory wipe. I thought was quite fun. Uh, yeah, again, but it does, didn't last yeah. long. That's the thing. It, it's it's very safe. Like they could they could have actually gone for. He genuinely doesn't get his memory back. Yeah, and that's, that's just how it is. Like it's a bit too. It kind of hints undone. at a kind of a, a a real kind of oh my goodness, real sacrifice. But actually, it's fine because R two actually kept a backup. Yeah. Uh, similar to that, Chewbacca. Um, we all think he's dead. Mm. Turns out he's not. I, I thought it was a shame. I think it's a, this is the problem the MCU had for a long time is that people just don't stay dead. Um, it seems the same yeah. here. I mean, in one respect, I think if Chewbacca, this kind of mainstay of of what six of seven seven of the films probably uh, eight uh, solo, yeah, um, would be. I need a bigger payoff or bigger end than that, but mm. I, thought, I thought it was a shame to just do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I I always knew I knew he wasn't dead because I've seen in the trailer you see him running along the death the the, uh, right, sto- okay. the, the star destroyer corridor with Finn and Poe, and I knew we hadn't seen that, so I kind of knew he wasn't. But it was a, it was a big moment for Ray. Kind of this is this is what can happen if you push and yourself that was too good. far. I yeah. I thought it was a really good moment. I thought that was I think I mean her flip over the Tie Fighter, which we've all seen from the trailer. Yeah, that was epic. I mean that was a yeah, fair play, sir. Great action um, moment. Uh, we got to see Luke and Leia in uh, in de-aged or in CGI. Where yes, just a, which was quite fun. And yeah, yeah, that was good. Reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we discovered that she did let she train as Jedi. We also discovered that Finn is probably force sensitive, which seemed to Does, go nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Does I know that he'd that. been wielding a lightsaber before, but mm. that seemed odd and, and unnecessary. And um, yeah, as mentioned briefly, uh, Janna uh, says she doesn't know where she comes from, and Lando says, "Let's see if we can find out." Which yeah, is that is that where the the, the, the spin off coming? Do you think? I, I, I doubt it, but you kind of it's sort of opening up the possibility of that. It's more likely it'll be a comic or something. But I, it, I'm not sure they're setting up comics in the films, are they? I mean, no, they, they, they spin well, off. They shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, but I can't. I, I, I can't see um, Billy D. Williams doing a, a lengthy like Disney Plus thing or a, or a well, yeah. spin off. Well, I, see, I thought that was going to be a moment where he's he's like, I'm from this system, and she's like. So am I. He's yeah, like, and I was kind I of dreading that. I once met a girl that looked but... like you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he's he's definitely 
He's definitely had a bunch of kids, hasn't he, Lando? Uh, he, well, I'm sure. There, there, are, there are a lot of... It's the Boris Johnson Landys of uh, Star Wars. Um, well, that's, that, yeah, let's not get... Um, <laughs> yes, anyway. Um, I, I, I may or may not cut that bit. Don't get libelous. Um, um, no, I, I think, yeah, I think... Um, yeah, sorry, you carry on. Yeah. So yeah, I'm almost done. Uh, so Finn, so Finn and Ray, I was hoping for. Uh, he kisses Rose at the end of Last Jedi. That seems mm. to be gone. There was a hint of him and Jana when they both realised they yeah, were. Yeah, they're getting well. They're getting well. So he's yeah. um, struggling with commitment. He's going to have a he's going to have a confused time, isn't he? He's going to have a different yeah. time. He's got yeah. He's still shooting stormtroopers left and right. Yes. Um, yeah, um, I thought Finn was good. I thought I liked Finn in the movie. I thought he was yeah. He's um, yeah, he's been good in all these. That's good, um, good lad. And then. Oh yeah, a couple of bits from where Ray is facing down the Emperor. Hmm. So first of all, this great moment where she's like, he's got a lightsaber and he's like, I'm beating you, and then suddenly she's got two lightsabers. I just thought that was very funny. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and then this whole thing about please kill me because that will mean you become a Sith, and so she won't. And then then she does. Uh, yeah, so I think I think that's more. I suppose that's more to do with like that's how Sith pass on. It's sort of hinting at that. that the kind of the rule of two thing with the Sith that there's only ever two, yeah. And the, the the apprentice always kills the master. And obviously, we know we sort of have had strong hints that, well, he basically says it outright pretty much in episode yeah. three that he killed Darth Plagueis, his master. So now he's kind of trying to almost add to that kind of mythology and say like, and actually when that happens, kind of the essence of the master passes on, yeah, to the apprentice. So and I, I, I think yeah, and I, I suppose that he wanted her to kill him and strike him down in a dark side kind of way and i suppose ultimately she does it by deflecting it in a light yes. side kind of way she so that, kills him out of hope rather than hate or something yeah i think uh, that that's you could probably i think there's a reasonable case to to make for saying that that's that's how that went down in the midst of a very confused sort of scene yeah yeah, in, fact, I, so one, one in thing... the middle of this quite passionate scene, there was a kid um, in the front row of my cinema who was dancing around singing, uh, who clearly, clearly wasn't taken too heavily with us. So. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean, what, one thing that I, we haven't mentioned is um, the Force Ghosts, or Force Ghosts oh, yes. in general, yeah. but obviously the Force Ghost voices. So I'd I'd really hoped that we'd see a few more. I, mm. I, 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 I kind of wanted to see Hayden Christensen yeah. uh, as Anakin yeah. and... Um, Maybe Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan. I thought that we might get some of I that. I thought we but... would actually, yeah. But we've got voice. So we've got. I mean, it's interesting for for to, to nerd out too much. But we've got. Um, actually, this is one of my questions in a few minutes. Ooh, so which we'll guys tell to me that. now? Uh, so, so yeah, we hear a lot of voices. Um, of, of and it's Jedi. It's not just from the films. There's a few from like Clone Wars from and Rebels, Rebels as well. So yeah. I had hoped we'd see more, but I did like. I thought like that was quite cool. I thought they were kind of. We don't. I don't think we want to go down the line of thinking they are all literally in her. Like it seems to for the Sith that they are literally kind of possessing him in a kind of yeah. Is yeah. she was looking at stars when that happened? I wonder if they're doing something with that. But, yeah, um, they're they're more like with her own spirit to yeah. inspire her on. Well, that's that, that's that's I guess that's as good a place as any to, to to call this because I, I think the final scene where she does see the Force Ghost of Luke and Leia. Yeah, and, and you get her and, and BB-8 with the with the two sons that was um that was beautiful that's a good way to end yeah i mean yeah, yeah i think would have been if you should be really picky about that you might think oh it'd be great to see <laughs> ben obviously we know that ben is going to be a force ghost presumably because he disappeared would have been nice to see I him as well a, yeah but, i thought we yeah. would but yeah it, that was certainly a kind of a let's round off the, the trilogy of trilogies yeah. i guess was in, ben ever a jedi yeah. was he yeah, yeah. Was I mean, he, was he? The thing is, I know he's, oh, he's in training, in, but yeah. Well, I think in terms of timeline, he is. 
he only went to the dark side about six years before. So he was basically kind of the light side from naught to 24, dark side 24 to 30, and then this is, light side for about a week. For this is very similar to my own upbringing, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what? Yeah. What's your uh, what's your kind of out of ten? Uh, probably a six. Yeah. What about I, you? I, yeah, I think it's, I, I I'll go for a seven. We'll have to exchange kind of updated um, Star Wars film rankings. Yeah, on, I was thinking about this. And I, I change my ranking every time, but I, I'd say this is about on level with um, Revenge of the Sith to me. Okay. Uh, so it's worse than. Uh, everything since well, basically worse than four, five, six, seven, eight. Better than one mm. and two. Better than solo. Below Rogue One. So uh, yeah, I think that's broadly where I'd, I'd go. I think it's it's. I, I yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see how that changes. I'm, I'm not probably not going to get to go and see it again in the cinema, but yeah. when it comes out on DVD, watching it and and kind of, I don't think the plot stuff is going to change, but I'm sure some of the, um. Yeah, some of the other fun bits will be like, oh yeah, that's great. Like the the lightsaber battle between her on the Star Destroyer and him on Kajimi, that was great. I mean, that, that was, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. That was an incredible moment. Um, that yeah, there was there was there were low. There's so much in that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's an action-packed film. There's so much in the film that is great. It's just the the overall big bad plot stuff, the Palpatine stuff, yeah. just dragged it down. So yeah, I, I think just for overall fact that I came out of the cinema feeling. I really enjoyed that. That was great fun, nice. even though yeah. I've got a lot of questions and there's some bits that really didn't work. That's the important bit, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, great. Well, thanks for that. We move on then to um, our quiz segment. Now, regular listeners will know that uh, Zijan and I battle each other across the year um, and there was a <laughs> tense, tense moment um, where uh, we went down, came down to the last question, I think, certainly the last quiz, uh, and I managed to pull out the bag uh, to win the year, having let slip a three-quiz lead just before that. It was all the very people, The people's champion. The people's champion. I am. I like to see myself as the Ray of the uh, of the podcast, and Zijan is the Kylo. Okay. Um, that we were. Although that's not how that was at all. Um, <laughs> maybe he was the emperor. Yeah. Anyhow, um, but this doesn't count towards our. Zijan was making a bold claim, in fact, James, that if you beat me, it should count towards his total. Um, <laughs> but I, I fought him off. Um, yes. Uh, fine I'll go first I? Um, what I've done here these are all quotes and I want you to tell me who said them mm. um, they're all in fact they're all in the, the Skywalker movies rather okay. than anything else and I think to be honest they're too easy uh, but here we go okay. I won't do impressions um, Master Kenobi you disappoint me Yoda holds you in such high esteem are you still there? Count Dooku it is Count Dooku very yes. good in episode 2 when he's got him in suspension animated suspension sort of thing yes um, cool, do you want to hit me? Are we going one by one? Go, we'll go alternate, yeah, yeah. Okay. What are mine are not all quotes and yeah, some are more easy than others. Some are pretty difficult actually. Okay. What is the name of Chewbacca's son in the Star Wars holiday special? Uh it's Lumpy. Yes. I, Excellent. Or Lumpawaru for his full name, but yeah, Lumpy. Oh, I very good. Sat through the first three quarters of that once. I didn't quite finish it. But, uh... Yeah, I found I saw it on YouTube the other day. I was like, Oh, I should watch it at some point. Yeah. I but, watched it with commentary yeah. from the Weekly Planet, which is a podcast I listen to, which helped. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy the Weekly Planet. That's good. Okay, yes. uh, second quote for you. Um, we have them tied on the end of a string. Oh, um, Hux. It is Hux, very good. Yes, in Last Jedi. That's it. But, yeah. Um, okay, right. Mm. Name five Jedi whose voices were heard in that bit we were talking about with the Force Ghosts just now in the stars. 
Okay. Um, we've got Qui Gon Jin. Nice. Uh, Anakin Skywalker. Yes. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> um, I'll come back to what Samuel L. Jackson's called at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Yes. And in fact, can I have uh, can I have Obi Wan Kenobi twice? Because we had two two voice actors. Oh, go on then. Yeah. Um, um, so, um, Try and think of another one. Um, Princess Leia, presumably, who we now discovered. No, I don't think I don't. Well, well I don't know. I don't think we did. Um, okay, which means I need to think of what Samuel Jackson was called. Oh, do you know any of the ones from the animated series? The orange one with the weird blue and white hair. Shoot, yeah. Shoot. yeah. Yes. Go on then. You, you uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll give, I'll give you that. Yeah. So, so, so you had a Sokotano, You had Kanan Jarrus. He's voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. Uh, yeah. You had, yeah, Mace Windu. Obviously Mace Windu, that's how it is. Yeah. I think you had Luminar, Luminar Unduli. Um, possibly Ki Adimundi, who's the guy with the really very tall forehead in the in the prequels. As in uh, the very okay. tall head. I, watched, um, um, I did watch a YouTube video um, explaining all these names, but since I've never seen... Rebels. Yes, I have. Um, I, there was a bit in the final credits. Apparently, I've seen a screenshot of the final right. credits. I didn't. I didn't stay for the final credits. I, I usually always stay because I love the okay. kind of finale music. But I save, save it for the DVD. It was um, three in the morning. I was like, or two, two thirty in the morning. It was. I wanted to get home. Yes. Right. You're going. Um, he's holding a thermal detonator. Um. Oh gosh, it's. Oh, it's oh, it's a, it's Jabba's uh, kind of major D, the Twi'lek. Um, oh, what's his name? Bib Fortuna. It's not. It's C three PO. It is in Jabba's palace, but he was doing the translating. Oh, and he is. Oh, I've got one wrong. Is that the first well, one we've got wrong with this? Stuff? I don't know. General Hux. I'm gonna see if you get this one. Now. General hmm. Hux meets his demise in The Rise of Skywalker, killed by. Um, Legion General Pride. Uh, what is his first name? Ooh, I, I have a... You know the Funko Pop uh, figurines? You come across mm. these? I have loads of those, including um, Hux, and I'm sure it will say on the box. Um, but at the moment, all I can think of is Aldous Huxley. Um, <laughs> uh, is it Nathaniel? It's not Nathaniel. It's not Aldous either. It's <laughs> Armitage. Armitage. What's Armitage. <laughs> I think I may even have seen the interview with... Um, uh, with Donald Gleeson where he discovered that um, what a name yes uh, okay. um, to all still to all to each to go um, I assume you need something desperately Maz Kanata very in, good yeah in, on Takodana in Force Awakens okay we briefly <laughs> this is this is I appreciate this is this is a harder question <laughs> we briefly see where you, you see my level where I can't remember the character we, Samuel Jackson played so <laughs> in the Rise of Skywalker but which sequel character's mum is he now married to? So I missed the, I missed the first part of that question. We so. briefly see Wedge Antilles reappear oh, yeah. in The Rise of Skywalker. This obviously inquires outside film content. Sorry. All right. But so which, it, the mother. So the actor is married to the mother of a sequel. So which sequel? So one of the characters, and I'll say I'll give you a clue. It's an X-wing pilot in the sequel trilogy. Wedge Antilles is now married to his mum. Okay. Do you want the character That's name or the actor name? Uh, either's fine. Is it is it Wex Snapley? Yes, that's close enough. Snap Wexley. Snap Wexley. Wex yeah. Snapley. Snap Wexley. You're a, you're a generous man. Um, he's the only one I could think of. So I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, which puts us at three all with one question each. Uh, yes. Here's your quote. Um, you're just a child with a mask. 
out of stake. Very good. in episode eight. So in fact, the only one you got wrong was the only one for the original trilogy. Interesting. So yeah, so this is your last one. Yep. So and this one is actually from the films, um, rather than being kind of extra universe knowledge. A famous musical theme plays as Luke Skywalker uh, as a force ghost raises the X Wing out of the sea in the Rise of Skywalker on Act Two. Okay. What is the name of the track that this theme is found on in the orig- the kind of the scene that that's inspired by from the Empire Strikes Back where Yoda brings uh-huh. the there's a classic, there's a particular theme. Okay. Um, so, I, I, obviously, I know the scene with this on Dag- Dagobah. Yeah. And, uh, do want to do not and all that. Um, I'm going to have to just say Dagobah theme. Okay, no, it's, it's called Yoda and the Force. Fine. In which case, uh, unsurprisingly, it's yet another uh, victory for you, James. You hold the Star yes. Wars crown. Um, but that was a very difficult last question. That was quite, it was quite tricky. Uh, yes. But uh, <laughs> s- s- uh, pull- pulling back the curtain of this podcast, uh, you did write it seconds before we started I recording. Did, yes. So, uh, well, uh, given given our history on on of radio shows, <laughs> no surprise. That's uh, very true. I'm not sure how many fans we brought over from our days on Radio Warwick together. Um, I-, I think there are people who weren't fans of our day from, <laughs> from those days. So I'm sure, yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> um, um, right. Well, uh, listeners podcast, um, we will not be joined by James next week. I'm sad to say, but I'm glad to say that Zijan will be back um, as we do our 2019 uh, review slash 2020 preview um, we will be res- um, starting the 2020 quiz series although we don't know what on yet um, we will also be talking about West Side Stories so if you want to uh, re-watch that feel free. Uh, James it's been an absolute pleasure uh, it's, oh, it's been a joy I love talking Star Wars it, obviously, yeah, we, we, we haven't talked about the future of Star Wars at all if if there is another Star Wars film at some point in the future I, I'd be delighted to come, <laughs> come back again I'd be again, delighted but... to have you on for, for, for Ryan Johnson trilogy or, or whatever well that's not next. happening yeah so uh, yeah it's i think the only current one in development is possibly a, a kevin feige produced one um but i think we're, we're looking for a, a few years time i look forward to it indeed thanks so much right